0: Big,
1: Show. The
2: Big Show Big, Show. Big, Show. Big Show. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University in Vararian District and many many more playing g1 products so check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the big rab show podcast Go! Oh, what about that?
0: <laughs>
2: Throw the sticks away. Time for some actual podcasting. Welcome <laughs> to the Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, all? Just having a wee rattle out here in my podcasting studio, and I've actually threw my sticks too far away. Come here. Yeah. See, professional podcaster as always. Yes. Let me fix my microphone. Welcome to the Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, another week has rolled round in the bagpiping world. ...and what a week it's been! Um, yeah, you may think we're getting close to the holidays and such... ...and things would really start to slow down in the bagpiping world... ...and uh, you've be wrong... ...there's been quite a lot happened this past week in the bagpiping world... ...thankfully nothing from the RSPBA headquarters redevelopment debacle... <laughs> ...we're not even going to talk about that this week... Uh, ...but yeah, we've got so much happening... ...announcements, big concerts... Pff, ...so much stuff happening... It's ridiculous. The bagpiping world really does not ever stop. And we absolutely love it. So if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then... Welcome! We are the show for the bagpiping folk, even though that was me having a bit of a rattle on the drum. Because, well, drum pad, because yes, I'm a drummer, but I'm very passionate about Highland Piping and Drumming, that's what I'm all here for. So if it's got a set of bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, and of course our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming, that's what we're here for. So... With each and every week, we introduce more people to what we do. And uh, yeah, this week is no exception. Our last episode last week, our uh, Big Rab Show Christmas list of 2019, was a little bit of a, su- a success. I could just about talk. Um, a lot of you guys actually passing comments saying, Oh my God, this is brilliant. All I have to do is share this episode with my significant other, and they know exactly what I want for Christmas. Yes! ...which is exactly the intention. That was the whole idea for the podcast. So you could share the podcast with whoever and say, Hey, you want an idea of what to get me for Christmas? Have a listen to this. And it basically lists everything, which is the must-have for all pipers and drummers. If you haven't listened to last week's podcast yet, then go back... There's a huge back catalogue there with tons of great episodes up there where we discuss some of the big topics as well as fun little episodes like that. Our own Christmas list, which was fun to put together, I have to say. Uh, Just putting together like a must, kind of must-have kind of product kind of thing. Yeah, I really want one of those Jim Kilpatrick kind of drum pads. The one I have is not great, uh, but yeah, I do have a real good Adante pad in the house, and I do my best not to use it too much because it is really nice. Instead, I use an old one that I have actually bought off Ernie Scullion years ago. That a lot of people in Northern Ireland will know who I'm talking about. <laughs> And the drum pads that I'm talking about, Uh, basically, they're a slap of chipboard with a slap of rubber put in the top of it, and that's it. It's got my name wrote on it, and I've had it since the early 90s, and that's my go-to. This thing is put up with some punishment. And I'm sure you guys out there have your own beloved kind of practice instrument, your own kind of, you know, you pipers out there are bound to have that practice chanter that is battered to high hell. That's your practice chanter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there's no other one like it. Same for drummers. We have that one practice pad and there's no others like it. And you just get used to a thing. Do you know what I mean? So, hey, there you go. Who knows? As the holidays rock around the corner, maybe you'll get some new uh, practice materials and stuff and new instruments to play and. All sorts of greatness, and we really want to hear whether Santa had come through your chimney and delivered some real good piping swag. So get in contact with us, of course, as always with our email address, BigRabShow at gmail.com. Alright, this week is a little bit different because we're not getting straight into listener mail this week. Because our listener mail this week is... The topic of the week. This is our Q&A episode. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Um, So, with a lot of questions being flying around this last number of weeks and months, we figured now is possibly the best time to get into some of the questions and hopefully address some of the queries from you guys. So... Yeah, we'll get into that in topic of the week. So we're going to skip over listener mail where we normally start the show. So let's go through the domestics, shall we? Yeah, like you said, we are the Big Rab Show. But yes, if you would like to help support the show, you can do. Go along to our Patreon page, like every other podcast out there. We have a Patreon page where you can go and click support. And with every click of support, your help (laughs) is so well received. It helps us put together... Endless amount of piping and drumming content for you guys. We have two hours live on Fuse FM every week on Bala Money. Uh, We have our weekly podcast, of course. Plus, we have all of our live streaming and coverage from competitions from throughout throughout the season. As well as, you know, heading to various concerts and venues and different things and covering special events. And all of that is done through the support of Patreon. So, you guys really are Awesome! So definitely consider becoming part of the Patreon faithful. And yeah, for five bucks a month, you get your hands on loads of extra stuff. Now, recently, there's been quite a lot of juicy content back there on our Patreon page, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Those who are supporting us on Patreon know what I'm talking about. They've already seen it, and they've probably already heard it as well. And that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. There's so much stuff back there in the Patreon uh, page at the moment. We're very proud of it. We've put a lot of work in recently in the Patreon page and lots of exclusive content up there. Very, very cool stuff. So, yes, do consider going along and clicking that support button. It really does mean the world to all of us on the Rab Show team. And also, if you'd like to help support us, you can still go along and get your big Rab Show merch. Yes, we are still selling hoodies, t-shirts, tiles, all that good stuff with Rab Show logos on there. Um, but, yeah, you may want to hold off. Now, this, yeah, doesn't normally happen when I tell you not to buy stuff. But you may want to hold back on buying Rab Show merch over this next few weeks. Uh, because rolling into the start of 2020, we do have plans, actually, to kind of revamp the whole store so the whole big rab show store we're in the process at the moment of redeveloping all of our merch line so hey i'm not telling you not to so you can go to the shop now and if you do like something that's there go and grab it now because we are refreshing the whole thing so everything that's up there on that page right now will probably disappear so if you want a rab show tile or you want one of those red and black hoodies which seem to be extremely popular uh, go and grab them now because like i said come the new year in 2020 they're gone So, yeah, we are revising the whole thing. Uh, So, yeah. Plus, you can also check out our promotions, of course, with Rhythm Monster. We mention it in each and every show. Use our special promo code, BIGRABMONSTER, and you get money off at the checkout. Plus, you can also uh, check out our Dojo Premium offer, where we are offering 30 days of Dojo Premium for just $1. Not bad. So, you can get the full access to all of the Piper's Dojo uh, materials. And, yeah. Just for $1. Take it for a spin for 30 days. And um, if you don't like it, then fair enough. You've only really spent a dollar. But if you want to keep it on, then of course you have... Yeah, it's just a world of piping knowledge at your fingertips there. And it's an amazing service. So there you go. Definitely worth taking advantage of. Okay! Let's get into some actual piping news, shall we? Okay. Shout out, first of all, at the very beginning of this week's podcast... goes to Clan Lindsay Pipeline. Go on, the Clan Lindsay Now, why am I giving them a shout? Well, they are busy in uh, fundraising mode. A lot of bands are fundraising at the moment, and Clan Lindsay are one of those. Uh, So, they are a relatively new pipe band, but they have huge goals, apparently, when you read the press release. Uh, Yeah, they're offering t-shirts for sale at the moment, and through purchasing t-shirts from the band you're actually helping them support the band and all the rest and buying a new uniform new drums and everything and also you know for trips to competitions and such so we have shared out the link now on the rab show facebook page and uh yeah like i say t-shirts i think are 25 dollars, but they're really quite high quality stuff and with uh, a quote from Robbie burns printed on the back of it apparently so there you go So, yeah, if you are interested in go and help support the Clan Lindsay Pipe Band and, yeah, achieve their new uniforms, new drums and all that stuff, then go and check out the Rab Show Facebook page. We have shared out the link there and go and get yourself some sweet t-shirt swag, uh, but also help support the band. Yeah. Now, speaking of fundraising, shout out goes to the City of Chicago Pipe Band. Yeah, go on, Chicago. Now, Why am I giving them a shout-out? Well, they've announced something really quite exciting, and I've spoken about it on the podcast before, and it's rolled around again. Yes, the annual party in Plaid is back! (laughs) Saturday, February the 29th. Oh, man, this is going to be off the chain. Now, for full details, of course, you can check the City of Chicago website. uh, But, yes, get the date in your diary right now. Saturday, the 29th of February. Doors open at 7 p.m. And uh, this is just going to be insanely good. Uh, They're pegging this as like a pre-St. Patrick's Day celebration. Now, as far as I remember from previous years in Party and Plaid, the the guys with the city of Chicago actually managed to perform at this, and all of it as well as having various other artists with music into the small hours. I can't wait. This event, I've seen video footage, I've seen photographs and all from it, and it does look like the best crack. So, the City of Chicago doing a little bit of fundraising there. So, go along. City of, uh, let me see. Chicagopipeband.com is the website. So, you can go along and check out the tickets. I think they're $20 per ticket at the minute. And, like I say, all proceeds go to, well, towards helping support the band. At, at the party in Plaid has nearly become iconic. <laughs> you know, I've heard so much about it. And uh, so, yeah. Shout out to the city of Chicago, paper I'm doing a spot of fundraising. I wish I could go to that. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> speaking of products that are really interesting, one such product hit social media over the course of the last few days. In fact, the fact it was yesterday, and whenever I'm recording this now, of course, it's Wednesday. Um, but yeah, Lone Star Piper actually put up photographs of a set of silver Nile pipes. Now, these are full silver. Now, th- these things are absolutely gorgeous. I have never seen Nile pipes look like this. Wow. Now, to be honest, given the price that Lone Star has put on these, I really don't think that the price reflects the product here. <laughs> $5,000 US to get your hands on a set of full silver Nile pipes. Now, these pipes were... Uniquely made for one such member of St. Lawrence Atoll, Ronan Maguire. Now, on there, there is a specific plaque on there with the St. Lawrence Atoll crest and the badge and everything. And it said, Made for Ronan Maguire. And, you know, Dublin City, the whole thing's engraved. It's just incredible. Do yourself a favour, go along to Lone Star Paper and get a look at these things. It's not often I kind of slobber over... (laughs) photographs of bagpipes but these things are beautiful yeah full silver Nile pipes for five thousand us dollars i don't know about the conversion rate and everything i don't know what that would be on pounds pounds sterling here in the uk but uh this is literally giving them away to be honest so yeah it is he has put the release out there saying it's a once in a lifetime set it is really because whenever you consider they were made for Ronan McGuire. Maguire, so, and he's selling these. Yee. This is a real one off opportunity. So yeah. Go and check out Lone Star Piper. Go and have a look at these Silver Nile bagpipes. They are simply breathtaking. And I'm a drummer. And even I want to grab them. They just look incredible. So Yep. There you go, by way of a shameless plug, but it's definitely a product that really piqued my interest. I thought that was just far too good a bargain not to mention it on the podcast. And, um, yeah, who knows? Someone might buy these as a late Christmas gift or something. But, yeah, check out Lone Star Piper on social media, and you'll see these Silver Nile bagpipes. Oof, they're just, I don't know, incredible stuff, incredible. Okay, <clears throat> shout-out to the Pipe Bands Association of South Africa! now why am i giving them a shout out well of course the pbasa piping and drumming summer school is around the corner yeah, they're actually taking registration for this now you can go to pbasa.co.za and that for full details of course so yes the reason why i'm giving them a shout out is because they've actually announced two of the coaches who'll be part of that summer school one would be craig monroe from the mighty st lawrence atool you go on craig And also Jake Jorgensen, of course, from Scottish Power. Wow. These two guys obviously know their stuff. And, yeah, it's just going to be an incredible opportunity to learn with two of the best in the piping game. It runs from the 19th to the 22nd of March. And, uh, yeah, your fees include actually three nights accommodation, all of your meals... And all tuition, so what's not to love? So, yeah, for full information, of course, go and check out Pipe Bands Association of South Africa for full details. And, uh, you know, piping in South Africa, it's something that I know little about. But from talking to guys like Scott Wallace and Jock Elliott, of course, from G1... They have nothing but glowing reports about the piping scene in South Africa. And I really wish I knew more. Uh, You know, I do know, obviously, there's quite a few decent bands in there. Shout out to the Jocks. Go on, the Jocks. Tons of great bands coming from South Africa at the moment. So so many great, talented pipers coming from there, too. Um, It is a scene that I'm definitely interested in, you know, and I wish I knew more. So, uh, yeah, whenever you see. Incentives like this or things being ran such as summer schools and tuition, different things that's being made available to pipers and drummers there. Yeah, it shows you that it's a budding scene but definitely one full of promise. So, yeah, I will keep an eye on this. Yeah, because I dare say we should hopefully see some actual video footage and content from that and hmm, all that good stuff. Okay, let's give a shout out to ourselves The Big
0: Rap Show! Woo!
2: Now, why are we in the piping news this week? Well, We have been recognised on social media two weeks in a row and have figured we should give ourselves a pat on the back. Now whether this is tongue in cheek or not, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, we've been recognised as uh, the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association, Northern Ireland Branches top fans. We're a top fan.
0: Top fan. Yahoo.
2: Where's my red carpet and my champagne? Fantastic stuff. There you go. So, just wanted to throw that in there. We're a top fan of RSPBA Northern Iron. <laughs> uh, I wonder do they know? <laughs> they probably do. Hey, rab's a top fan of RSPBA, and I. Go figure. There you go. <laughs> uh, flying on. I, I'm all sorts of giddy. Do you know? Full disclosure, right? We'll level with you before I start. Oh, the glasses are coming off now. I right, see. Before I start at this podcast. There's speakers in here, right? The speakers in this room I record in and I have like a wee Bluetooth kind of setup thing so I can just like go on my phone and start putting music out over the speakers, right? Well, before I started playing, uh, you know, on my sticks and everything, I decided to blast out some proper tunes to get me psyched up for this week's episode. So what do you guys think I was listening to? Come on, what do you think I was listening to? I was listening to the Victoria Police. Yeah, I forgot how awesome that oh man victoria police and i think the track was called pipe Par, which is difficult to say with a pop shield pipe Par, and the, i think the closing track on it is the pumpkins fancy oh man I just, real oh i don't know fills you full of adrenaline victoria police what a cracking band you know and I, I honestly forgot how amazing those recordings were live in the rockies of course live in ireland and uh that one there i think was from master blaster so oh man Pipe R, what a track. What a track. So I'm just full of gusto right now. I need to calm myself down, actually. and get st- Let's focus here, Rob. Let's get into some actual news story, shall we? I'm all giddy. Stop it. All right. Into another news story. and Live Festival in Glasgow released a little bit of a news story there just before the holidays. as a bit of a feel-good story, I suppose. They... Yeah, Pipe and Live Glasgow International Pipe and Festival... uh, ...released figures that apparently it had boosted the local economy... ...by over £2 million. Now, I'll give you that again. They boosted the local economy... ...which is fancy speak for... ...they injected money into Glasgow City... ...by £2 million. Now, that basically tells you... ...that all of the people flying in from around the world... Uh, You know, New Zealand, Malaysia, United States, Canada, Northern Ireland, for example. Loads of places from around the world all go to World's Week. And you guys know that. And we know that. But us as piping fans, we managed to pump in £2 million to the local economy in the Glasgow area during that one week of the festival. Now, that is really quite impressive and also really quite scary you know, two million quid. Now that's including ticket sales to venues, of course, beer and alcohol, but also hotel rooms and meals because people have to eat. So restaurants and bars and everywhere had a real bumper week that week, all thanks to the Pipe and Life Festival. Now the reason why this is in the and news is because it really is kind of interesting The Pipe and Knife Festival is not tied to the World Pipe Band Championship. And we do think that the World Pipe Band Championship in a number of years will be up for bidding again. And it's been suggested, in fact it's been rumoured, that quite a few cities internationally are actually looking at the World Championships and may possibly put in a bid. Now this is interesting, because I think in previous years actually Belfast, Belfast City here in Northern Ireland, they actually put a bid in for the world's. But unfortunately couldn't match what Glasgow City could offer. Now it's not just a money thing but there's tons of other things that are considered whenever running a major championship in a big city. Glasgow has so many international travel connections, has an international airport, it's very central in the centre of Scotland and it has so many hotels, bars, restaurants, all of that. It has all the infrastructure in place. So I do think Belfast may well have struggled in that capacity. It doesn't have a whole slew of hotels. It doesn't have all these international travel links. However, however, it is improving. Tourism in Belfast is a big deal at the moment, especially with, you know, the Titanic Museum and, well, come on. ...the whole thing with Game of Thrones. You know, so many fans of that TV show are flying to Northern Ireland at the moment. So, yeah, Belfast is a bit of a tourist hub at the moment. We're noticing quite a lot of cruise ships and a lot of tourism happening in the Belfast area. So, hey, Belfast could be another possible contender. But it has also been rumoured... Now, I have to stress, this is just a rumour. But it's also been said that London has been looking at the World Championships. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? So, London, Belfast, and yeah, it's been suggested that somewhere even in the United States or Canada could possibly look at this as well. I don't know. At the moment, these are all rumours, hearsay, conjecture, and if anything, nothing is ever confirmed or written down in stone until you actually see it happening. Now, the reason why I'm talking about the bidding for the Worlds is because, at the moment, the Piping Live Festival is, as we know it, Worlds Week. Where we spend all week celebrating piping and drumming and then we finish it off by crowning our world champions. If the world championships were to move, if they were to go to a different city, would that have a knock-on effect with the Piping Live Festival? I would argue yes, it would have a massive effect. The Pipe and Life Festival is kind of synonymous with the World Championships. Everyone's there during World's Week practicing with their band and getting ready for the championship. So when they're there, they catch a few gigs, you know, they go and see some shows, they go and enjoy some you know amazing piping and drumming, have a few pints in between band practices. And that's my experience of Pipe and Live, and I'm sure it's your guys as well. So yeah, the Pipe and Life Festival, two million quid for the city of Glasgow. Not bad. In fact, Congratulations to the guys at Pipe and Live. It's simply incredible. Well done. um So, yeah, they've now made the announcement, of course, running from the 8th to the 16th of August, the Pipe and Live Festival will reopen its doors again. So, yeah, World's Week is upon us. Again, we're looking at World's Week 2020. Uh, pfft, I don't know. We have zero announcements yet as to what's happening at Pipe and Live. Of course, we'll have all the usual suspects, you know, like the Alistair Gillies Memorial. We'll have. Uh, We call it Pipe Idol. We have the International Quartets and stuff. We'll have all the usual kind of suspects. That we normally have at Pipe and Live. I can probably put money on it. But as far as the big acts. And stuff like that. And who's the big shows and that. Don't know. I think the pre-Worlds concert has been announced. Or kind of rumoured to be in Varary. I don't think it has been confirmed yet. So please don't quote me on that. But I do think in Varary have been kind of rumoured. To have been booked for doing the pre-Worlds concert next year. So... Don't know. I'll have to wait and see. Again, it's only rumor. I have yet to see it written down in black and white. So don't quote me. Don't go and buy tickets yet, thinking it's in Ferrari and it could be someone else. So, <laughs> hey, I don't know. I'm only, yeah, should never really report rumor, but that's the chat anyway. So and live 2020 is looking good and if they can continue to pump two million into the local economy good luck to them. Uh, but yeah the future of the world championship is not set in stone and in future years we may see the world's actually move depending of course on how much of a compelling case that city bidding for such a championship can put across so. Who knows? This could be a future topic of the week. Yeah, talking about where the world should go. Uh, but yeah, I think by all accounts, the world's is pretty well settled in Glasgow City right now. And Glasgow is known as the home of bagpiping. So will we see the world's move? Nah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> have to wait and see. Uh, that's all in the future. Okay. Ourselves and the Big Rab Show are currently running a bit of a giveaway. Yes, Mr. Graham Harris, or should I say Pipe Major Graham Harris, has a uh, a book out, and I think I might have mentioned this before on the show, it's called The Harris Piping Christmas Collection, where they have 20 Christmas carols that you can play on Great Highland Bagpipe. Now, you can win a copy of this just by going along to our Facebook page, by liking the post and tagging two mates, and then... Yeah, winners will be drawn completely at random. And, uh, yeah, who knows? You may win yourself a copy of the Harris Pipe and Christmas Collection just for nothing. So, yeah, if you fancy learning some Christmas carols and tunes on the Highland Bagpipes, then, uh, yeah, we've got a book full of them for you. And you can just go and enter our free prize draw. There you go. Check out thebigrabshow.com. Anyway, uh, let's give it a shout to Buxburn and District Pipe Band. Go on, the Boxy! You! Now, why am I giving you such a shout? Well, they are extremely proud of their novice juvenile band who shared the stage recently with the Red Hot Chili Pipers. And, uh, yeah, they have uploaded videos of the performance of the novice juvenile band. And uh, to say that the performance itself was brilliant would be an understatement. The guys at the Chili's, of course, are always great live. But to see the novice juvenile band in action along with the guys, goosebump stuff. I know I've kind of coin a phrase now is goosebump stuff but you should really go and check it out so shout out to you guys of Bucksburn and District Novice Juvenile Band fantastic performance well done okay speaking of the Chili Pipers Cameron Barnes of course Piper with the Red Hot Chilies, has a new song out yeah believe it or not he does a spot of singer songwriting kind of stuff every now and again and he's released a song called When I'm Home it's out now and uh yeah he's actually bidding for Christmas number one believe it or not Yep, you can go and download this track now and, uh, yeah, go and help support a chilli piper. Hopefully reach it to Christmas number one. Now, the m- reason why it's on the Big Rab Show right now and we're chatting about it is because there's actual bagpiping in this. <laughs> yeah, Cameron has released a number of songs in the past. Cameron uh, has written like different love songs and different things like that. But this one has some actual bagpiping in it and it's a Christmas song. What's not to love? So, yeah. Shout out to Cameron Barnes. You are awesome, my friend. Go and check out his track, When I'm Home. And go and download it now. For 79 pence, you can help uh, bagpipe and hit the top of the Christmas charts. What's not to love about that? Okay. On to a bit of news, actually. That kind of knocked me over whenever I first read it. And I thought, no, that can't be right. But it was true. Yeah. 14 years ago, on the 14th of December we lost a legendary piping figure. Hard to believe it's 14 years now. Yeah, the late Gordon Duncan. Now, whenever I first read this, I said, this could not be 14 years ago. Honestly, it just, I can still remember it as if it was yesterday. You know, it's like, you hear the news of, where were you when you heard the news about Gordon Duncan? I could remember it vividly. It was actually at band practice. Uh, so, um, 14 years ago to the day, on the 14th of December, was the anniversary of the passing of Gordon Duncan. Now, what an absolute legend, I have to say, in the bagpiping world and one that should be well remembered for his musical legacy. And uh, a load of people actually online were posting lots of different commentary and uh, video performances and recordings of that of Gordon. Uh, So ourselves in the Rab Show on Fuse FM this week, we actually played a good tribute to Gordon playing a good number of his tracks actually. And uh, a lot of people have been inspired by Gordon Duncan, his music and his performances, and went on to do huge things. Like, look at Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton. Both were protégés of Gordon Duncan. So it's hard to believe 14 years since the passing of a legend. And it's just, I don't know, the years are flying in. But his legacy lives on. So, yeah, Gordon, you are sadly missed. uh, But your musical legacy is simply, uh, it's just iconic right now. Yeah, well, it's iconic at the best of times. You know, you were ahead of your time at that time. Uh, I don't know. Scary stuff how quick time can can pass by, you know. There you go. So I just figured I would put that in the piping news this week. Uh, So I have to give a bit of a shout really to everyone in New Zealand who I think rounded off their piping season this past weekend. I have to give a special mention to the Manawatu Scottish Society who managed to live stream the entire thing from the 40th Jenny Mare Highland Square Day in Palmerston North awesomeness. Now, I have to say I was glued to most of it. I did miss uh, grade 1, I think, and a little bit of grade 2. I missed it but I did actually go back and watch it again after when I woke up because of the time difference I actually fell asleep in between bands. Very embarrassing. I woke up and uh, the live stream had ended. I was going, oh no, come on, I missed it all. But luckily I was able to go back and watch it. So, what were the results I all hear you shout? Well, in grade 1, Winning the MSR was Manawatu Scottish, with ones right across the board. Second place was Auckland and District, and third was the New Zealand Police. Not bad at all. Looking at the Grade 1 medley then, it was pretty much the same. A little bit of a change there, however. First place was Manawatu, second was New Zealand Police, and third was Auckland. So the overall champion then on the day was Manawatu Scottish. Now, they have shared videos, performances of their MSR and their medley... Go and have a listen to the MSR from Manawatu. Just ridiculous. Um, yeah, incredibly high standard from Manawatu. Blowing a huge tone, a great performance, and yeah, crystal clear bagpiping, I have to say. I don't know, it was, it was like if you were standing listening to one piper playing, rather than a whole bunch of them, it was ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, on to the Grade 2 guys who won Grade 2. As with Taranga Pipe Band, yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I think one grade three. But the Scottish Society of New Zealand one grade two. Uh, the city of Rotaora, which is not easy to say, one grade four. There you go. So, yeah, for you can go back now and watch the whole live stream. And I would urge you to go back and watch it. The Manawatu Scottish Society have it up on their Facebook page. But, of course, as always, ourselves on The Big Rab Show have shared it out on our page. So, you can go back and watch it at your leisure. And it's definitely worth a watch because it's really quite interesting. Bands that I kind of thought would have a real clinker of a run. And, oh, I'm looking forward to hearing them. Actually turned out to have quite a bad day. Now, I don't know what quite was going on. Whether it was the conditions or... But, yeah, I'm not going to name names here or point fingers or that. But some of the bands, especially in the lower grades between 4B and 4A... ...I was really quite surprised. The standard of some of the bands I was expecting big things from actually seemed to suffer. So, hey, every band can't be on song at every competition. So, you know, every band has their day and and any given weekend you could have a real clinker or you could have a real stinker. Do you know what I mean? So, hey, go back, watch it. It is interesting all the same. Such a real hard-fought competition definitely worth watching and so yeah i think the piping scene in new zealand at the moment is really really bubbling to be honest yeah is that a descriptive word percolating i suppose if you want to liken it to coffee um yeah there's a lot happening there in new zealand and australia too a very vibrant scene and one of which that i'm really interested in and uh yeah you know The guys at New Zealand really know how to play some decent tunes. Especially when you look at the street march. I think uh, going through Palmerston North. Some of the performances in the street march. were just brilliant. Some blowing some big tone there. Some of those bands. New Zealand Police as well by the way. Class. So yeah. Shout out to all of you guys actually. Playing at the. Yeah. This is Highland Square Day. In Palmerston North there in New Zealand. What a way to wrap off the season. Not a bad finish at all. And uh, yeah, congratulations to everyone who lifted a prize. Okay. Flying on for some more piping news then. Shout out to the mighty Kloss Kelt. (laughs) Kloss Kelt finally, finally announced it. Now, I have known about this for quite a while now uh, because I'm actually booked. I'm actually doing this. What am I talking about? Klaus Kelt are bringing a big pre-season concert to the Armagh Theatre, yeah, and the Marketplace Theatre in Armagh, sorry. Yeah, Marketplace Theatre in Armagh on Saturday the 18th of April. Now get that date in your diary, folks. This is going to be something epic. Because, well... First of all, yours truly, me, Big Grab. I will be there on stage and I will be, yeah, introducing all of the acts and talking to you all in between each band. I'm dead excited about this. Now, why am I excited, of course? Well, let's look at the lineup. We have Highland Dancers, of course. You have to have them. We have Drum Majors, of course. Of course we have to have Drum Majors. We have some of the best in the world here in Northern Ireland, definitely. We also have Grandshire Pipe Band. Oh, my word. Fantastic! Can't wait to see Grancha. We also have Ocaran. brilliant. We also have our world champions Tully Lagan. Go on the Lagan, yeah! <laughs> Go on the Lagan. We also have St Mary's Dairy Trasna. Oh my God, that's going to be brilliant! And then, of course, we have the hosts themselves, Kloss Kelt. Now, this will be our first opportunity, actually, to hear Kloss Kelt now that they are newly upgraded to Grade One. And it's been rumoured that we may actually hear little snippets of new material from Klaus Kelt at this concert. That's unconfirmed. But we may hear little sneak peeks of what they're going to be bringing to the grass the following month. And then, of course, the headline act. The Mighty Field Marshal Montgomery. (laughs) this is just ridiculous. So at the minute, you can get your tickets now from the Marketplace Arma, uh box office. Tickets are 14 quid. And, uh, yeah, they're cheap at twice the price when you consider the sheer amount of bands going to be on stage. This event is going to be one heck of a pre-season party. And, uh, yeah, we get to see all of these bands the month before they hit the grass. Now, this doesn't really happen too often. All these Northern Irish bands and Irish bands in the one spot. All performing stuff from possibly their competition set. All before we hear it for real in May the following month. So I'll go through it again. Grancha, Ocaran, Tully St Mary's Derry Trasna, Kloss Kelt and Field Marshal Montgomery. This concert's going to be insane. I cannot wait for this. Of course it's called 2020 Vision. The pre-season concert. This is going to be insane. I am so looking forward to this. Now... This is going to be so different for me, actually, because I'm not just going to be able to go and watch it. Like, you guys, I'm I'm actually going to have to be on stage. So, yeah, I'll be hanging out backstage, hopefully, with all of these guys grabbing stuff for the show. You know, interviewing people backstage and hopefully getting little recordings here and there for you guys here in the podcast. But I'll not be able to do very much because I'm actually part of the show. So, this is going to be a bit weird for me. So, yeah... Kloss Kilt, 2020 Vision, pre-season concert, Saturday, the 18th of April. Get that in your diary, folks. Marketplace Theatre and RMI. This is going to be epic, okay? If anything, yeah, I kind of dropped that in. Field Marshall Montgomery? This is a chance to go and see those guys, just to see... You know how the form is just before April, or just before March and the kick off of the season. Will we hear a new medley or two, or maybe a little clip of a new MSR? Perhaps. You know, concerts like this are so interesting for that very reason. Uh, a lot of bands like to give their competition stuff a bit of a run at a concert just to see how it sounds. You know, uh, they don't kind of. You know, run it in front of a guy with a clipboard. They have a bit of a trial run at a concert first to see how it goes. So this is really interesting stuff. I can't wait for this event. It's just going to be brilliant. So thank you to Klaus Kelt, first of all, for organising this. And, uh, yeah, for booking me. <laughs> Why book me? Very random. Uh, but, yeah, I'm honoured to be a part of this, to be honest. I can, yeah, I'm pinching myself. So cannot wait to hit the stage at the Marketplace Theatre. This is going to be just Epic. I'm really looking forward to that. So there you go. Klaus Kelt 2020 Vision! Saturday, 18th of April. Get that in your calendar. And go and get tickets for it now. Go and grab them now with both hands. uh, Because I dare say a load of people will be buying these in as Christmas gifts. So go and grab it now before these tickets are gone. And then, yeah, you'll not miss a big pre-season concert. And I dare say the after party will be the stuff of legend too. (laughs) Anyway, because I do think the marketplace actually has a bar. So... Yeah, good luck, everybody. (laughs) Alright, okay. It's that stage in the podcast, I feel, where, yeah, it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week.
0: LoneStarPiper.com
2: Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring RG Hardy's full line of bagpipes including Henderson's and Gaelic theme lines of kilts and doublets and bespoke highland wear including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans & Remo. Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. The Horace Kilt Company. 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Offering high quality garments with unique styles. Enough to cover any wedding, formal event or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations. All Completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150, Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. Hello. This is Fred
1: Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show.
2: Indeed, it is time for Topic of the Week. And, yeah, well-fueled after a big cup of tea. And do you know what? The weather out here in Northern Ireland is pure stinking. It's pure rotten at the minute, as we would say here.
0: It's pure rotten, so it is. It's pure stinking.
2: But, yeah, it is howling with wind out there. My electricity has already flickered a number of times, so I really hope I'm going to get this episode uploaded and edited and all that stuff tonight, so... Good luck, everybody. If you're listening to this right now, then the answer is yes, I managed to upload it. But mm, this is going to be sketchy because I'm sitting out here and the lights have already flickered a number of times. And uh, this could be interesting. But anyway, that's all by the by. Let's get into the topic of the week, shall we? This week is our Q&A episode. Now, the reason why we want to set this aside is because... Um, yeah throughout this last number of months, we received a good number of questions from you guys on various different topics and um yeah we kind of glanced over them we't we, well, we didn 't ignore them, but we certainly didn 't bring them uh, to previous episodes because they, they weren 't adding to the conversation, and that kind of took us away on a tangent now these are uh, questions that I did answer in previous recordings, but I ended up editing editing them out because they kind of I went on a bit of a rant and started answering all the questions and I found that I spoke more about answering the question than I did about the actual news or, you know, the actual topic of the week in some instances. So I figured let's make a proper episode, a question and answer episode all about your questions and we can actually address your questions that you guys send to us now. The best way for you guys to send us questions is via voicemail, and I keep saying this: voicemails are king here on the Big Rab Show. Every voicemail we receive, we do make an effort to try and play it on the show. Uh, so, <clears throat> one such person who did make an effort and send us a voicemail was good friend of the show, Mister Honey Bourbon.
1: Big Rab, yeah. What's going on, mate? It's your favourite six foot two red headed Aussie? Yeah, you know who I am been so long since I had a chat with your buddy. And you, buddy. Uh, you you said you're a bit quiet on the old voicemail front, so I thought I'd send in a wee fair dinkin' premiere voicemail to your buddy, huh? Ah, oh, speaking of the girls at the pod band, cast pipe band thing, that that other band podcast, yeah. I like it. I'm keen. I'm, I'm gonna listen to them. I'll support them. That's, I. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. But one thing that I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stand. Is maybe you could sort this out for me, Mac? Um, is it Adam Or Adam Or Adam Berg? I, mate, can you get? I know you're an Irishman, but can you can you get clear this up for me? It, it was they said it every second word, and I was just about ready to throw the phone out the window of the truck. Yeah. Anyway, can you clean that up? Anyway, yeah, I was just topic of the week, suggestion. Maybe you could uh, do something down under, mate, you know? Get in the scene down here, have a look, see? Get, uh, get you around, around the bands, see what's happening with the, uh, the old association down here, mate. Yeah. Uh, last I heard, there, uh, Australia was trying to get themselves in line with the RSPBA so um i I've got a wee we observation they're are uh, they are getting close australia is uh, keeping a bit of secrets from us members as well um not getting the full truth not getting you know we just don't know what's going on so as far as I'm aware they've uh, ticked that box of coming in line with the r s p b a bit controversial i know but <clears throat> that's what happens eh? No? Sit on the fence. Anyway, pal, i I'll um, I'd just like to uh, give you all the best for the new year. I seriously can know what. It's going to be gallus, like my Scottish uh, terms, words there. Yeah, anyway, I'll, we'll, st- we'll stay away from that. But uh, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas to yourself and the team. I Yeah, and everyone else out there, have a Great Christmas! It's going to be hot for us. I'm I'm sure down under. But yeah. Anyway, super keen. Merry Christmas, happy new year, and uh, get on that sauce for the new years. And woo! Bring on 2020 season. The Aussies. Woo! Say ya, boy. <laughs>
0: Honey Bourbon,
2: always a pleasure, mate. Thank you so much for sending that. And whenever I first listened to it, it actually made me giggle quite a lot. So thank you. That really brightened up my afternoon. Um, so, yeah, to answer your questions, Honey Boo Boo. Um, yeah, is it Edinburgh? Is it Edinburgh? Is it Edinburgh? Um, I didn't listen to that particular episode that you're talking about. Uh, but it's called, uh, well, I kind of pronounce it Edinburgh. Edinburgh. The kind of Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, but I, there are many different pronunciations of it, and I do notice that quite a lot of people, uh, depending on where you're from, de- they phrase it differently. Uh, so I think cities like Edinburgh do cause people some difficulty. Uh, so, mm, yeah, <laughs> Edinburgh is what I would pronounce it as. Edinburgh. Hope that answers your query. <laughs> it's not Edinburgh, and it's not Edinburgh. See, whoever puts that G in there as a hard G, Edinburgh, totally wrong. Edinburgh. Yeah, there you go. Grant, so I hope that answers your question. And also, you did kind of challenge me to feature uh, the piping scene in Australia. Now, you did briefly mention that it is coming up to the Nationals. Mm -hmm. The Australian Nationals are coming up. And yes, we did hope to do a bit of a feature on what's going on down under now. Whenever you did mention the controversy and stuff that's happening with the Australian Pipe Band Association, I'm really quite aware as to what's happening down under. There's a lot going on there. And um, it'll probably take a good full episode or so to kind of unpick everything. Now, for those of you who aren't aware of what's going on with Pipe Bands Australia at the moment, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. But it would appear that a lot is not being communicated with the membership. Like Honey Bourbon has said... uh, That, yeah, there does seem to be a lot of cloak and dagger behind the scenes and a lot of decisions being made without the membership being consulted. That sound familiar? It may well do. Like he said, they are getting pretty close to what RSPBA are doing at the moment uh, with the redevelopment of headquarters. It seems to be a lot of cloak and dagger with that as well. But, hey, it is what it is. (laughs) We do plan to do a future episode on the situation of what's happening down under with their association. But also, we would like to run you know, a few feature podcasts on some bands down under. Uh, It's not a bad idea, especially in the run-up to the Nationals. uh, Because a lot of us, of course, living internationally, will be tuning in via the live stream and such to try and catch the action. So it would be cool to get a bit of background on some of these bands that we're watching. So, yeah, Honey Bourbon... Thank you, mate, and a very happy Christmas and a happy new year to you too, mate. I wish you well for 2020 and I hope you continue to listen to yourselves into 2020. And yes, we will lift a glass for you, mate, and come Christmas and say to Honey Bourbon. Yeah, so from all of us, thank you, mate, for your voicemail. Very well received. And uh, yeah, everyone else... If you would like to send us a voicemail, it's very simple. Just record it on your cell phone, wherever you're listening right now. A lot of us have smartphones now, and there are voice recorders on there. All you do is record a little clip of you talking into your phone. And, uh yeah, send that clip as an MP3 or whatever. Just hit share just click the little share button on your voice clip and you can then send it worldwide wherever and you can send it to yourselves here BigRabShow at gmail.com now we'd love to have your voice on the podcast uh because yeah it just adds an extra element so it's not just me sitting here talking all the time do you know what i mean it's great to hear other people talking on the pod so awesome to hear from honey bourbon legend Okay, let's get into some other questions. Now, I have not written the names against these questions, because a lot of the people who ask them want to remain anonymous, and now, for whatever reason, I don't know. So, instead of trying to pick out the anonymous people from the people who want to continue to be identified and stuff, I just kind of split them all up into all sorts of different I just have a bit of a hodgepodge of questions with no associated names. So please don't be offended if I don't include your name on the podcast, all right? Because we did receive so many questions over this last number of months, it was hard to differentiate who sent what at the end of it. So. I have bracketed them into various different categories. Let's get into one then we got from Chris. Now he says, Hi Rab. I agree that the 78th Fraser Highlanders Live in Ireland is an amazing recording. Ah, so he's talking about favourite recordings, so there you go. Uh, for all the reasons that you stated. And that episode had me listening to it again. Good man Chris, you, you should have listened to it again, it's an awesome recording. He said, I do have a related Christmas wish though. I would, I think it would be amazing... If it could be digitally remastered. And re-released. Ooh. Now there's an idea. He said. I find the snares to be just a touch overpowering. On the recording. And it would be so great to hear it slightly remixed. To have the pipes shine through. A little more. That said. The performances are still amazing. To listen to on that album. All the best. Rab. Have a great holiday. Sincerely Chris. Thank you Chris. Now. This may come by way of a bit of a surprise, Chris, but I actually know the guy. I actually met the guy, and I know him quite well, who recorded 78th Live in Ireland. Now, yeah, I have kind of asked him, would he like to become, you know, an interviewee on the podcast? Would he like to come on and have a chat to us? And he's, he's quite shy about that. So, yeah, he is normally... Uh, the guy behind the microphone doing the recording rather than being recorded, if that makes any sense. So, this could be a question I could pose to him. Because I do think he still has the Masters. Hmm. That's an interesting one. But, do you know what? I have listened to this album again since making that podcast And shout-out again to Joe Brady, who actually put together a playlist. Thank you, Joe. I still am really enjoying that playlist, mate. So, yeah, you can go along to Spotify. Joe Brady has put together a playlist of Big Rab Show Top Recordings, and he puts all the albums on there. Simply brilliant. Thank you, Joe. Legend. Uh, So, yeah, I went back and listened to Live in Ireland again. And, you know, I honestly looked at your question, Chris, and I think that if you were to remix it, and start to tinker with the levels and different things, I honestly think it might lose its fire. Because that's the sound that we've become accustomed to. And if you start monkeying around with the levels and changing things, it won't be the same. You know what I mean? It won't feel the same. You'll not get the same thump off the. You know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? If you go to start remixing things, you essentially change it. And you kind of lose that spark. I think it was a real time stamp. You know, it was a moment in time that was captured. And the way it was mixed and recorded just captured it as it happened. Do you know what I mean? So, whether we can boost the snare line or drop it down a little bit. Or, you know, boost the drones perhaps and drop the chanters. Or, you know, little things like that. Whether we can do that and accomplish it. I don't know. But if we could do, would it still sound the same? You know, will we still love it? Don't know. Don't know. It's an interesting one. Anyway, got another listener meal here from Nate Silva. Hey, Nate. How's it going, mate? Uh, so he's actually sent in says, well, it's quite a long one, so bear with me. He says, I've been catching up listening to a bunch of your recent podcasts, and in doing so, I'm noticing quite a pattern. When it comes to some of the comments you continually seem to receive in regard to your presence and position alongside other podcasts. Uh-oh. Nate, we're going to get into it, mate. Here we go. He said, show after show, you mention how people are calling your attention to God knows whatever the chanter rant might be yakking about in regards to your show. And just now I'm hearing on your most recent show about this new pod band pipe cast. Once again, it seems people are asking you about your thoughts on it. And I think one could be forgiven for inferring that they're likely doing so because they feel you may be incensed in some way, that there's a new show in town. Time and time again, these sorts of items seem to pop up and each and every time you graciously and gallantly respond, thank you, <laughs> gallantly respond that you're not in any way upset on any of these other, with any of these other shows. What's more, you continually compliment and commend their efforts and welcome them with open arms to continue what they're doing. I do, that's true, yeah. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel it is you who deserves some commendation. Ah, thank you, Neil. And it's my supreme hope that your listeners take note of your actions in these matters and take a page from your book. There you go, that's a compliment. Thank you very much. In the world of competitive piping, I sometimes feel a bit like a fish out of water. In that, I'm not a particularly competitive competitive person. I'm losing my place now. I'm not a competitive person. As such, I shied away from competition when I was younger and only started competing as a solo piper recently in order to gain some more experience as a piper overall. I can see that. I can understand that, why you would do that. Interesting. Uh, He said, Accordingly, I often find myself noticing, particularly with bands, there seems to be an overwhelming tendency for people to take a rather combative view towards other bands around them take the whole ringer discussion for example (laughs) yikes understandably i suppose but most often i feel these folks would be far better off by simply patting these other groups on their backs and wishing them well all the while keeping their passions and focus directed at their own development let them do them and you do you so to speak in any case, your approach and mentality is truly inspirational in this regard, and I just hope that your listeners may recognize and learn from that. Yours sincerely, Nit Silver from Massachusetts in the USA. Nate, thank you very much, man. That's very, very flattering. Um, yeah, we did get a number of messages asking us again about the pipe panned... I keep saying it wrong and I'm not doing that on purpose. Uh, the pod band Pipecast, right? A lot of people asking us about it and what our opinions are and their reference to being um, what is it? The premier pipe band podcast? Yeah, the, pr- the premier pipe band podcast. Uh, I've already kind of joked about that and said, you know, hey, it's a bit of fun and they can really call themselves what they like. You know, we are the best big rap show! podcast there you go yeah we can use that kind of thing as well but we choose not to because we know we're not the best um but yeah that did we did poke a little fun and we say hi hey, you know you're episode one and you're calling yourself the premier come on but now we're here episode four i think has dropped recently of the Pipe band and they're still calling themselves the premier pipe band podcast which is a little odd it's it's continuing but hey You know, I don't mind. They can call themselves the Premier Pipe Band Podcast. We're not that. We're not the Premier Pipe Band Podcast. (laughs) We're just a Pipe Band Podcast. And honestly, Nate, I do agree with you that I am all for it. The more Pipe Band Podcasts there is, the better. You know, it's a huge bagpiping world. And the more people talking about it and enjoying our amazing music, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? So, the more people that are out there promoting it, plugging it, telling people to get involved, that's what it's all about. So, people like the Podband Pipecast and the guys at Chandler Rant occasionally talk about bagpiping. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, different podcasts, I am all for it. And yes, I am a fan of the Podband Pipecast. I do find it incredibly interesting. And,
0: uh,
2: yeah. <sighs> Episode 4, however, I did listen to it and I do feel they got a good number of things incorrect on their podcast. So, But hey, I had a feature on my show called Things That Rab Got Wrong. Do you know what I mean? So who knows? The the pod band Pipecast may have a section that things that they got wrong. Uh, So yeah, episode 4 where they talked about tenor drumming and the history of it and everything. And there was quite a lot on there that was kind of incorrect. But, um, yeah, hey, uh, that's worth a listen. It's very entertaining. And uh, they are pegging themselves as an educational-based podcast and where they do hope to educate people in the piping world. And so, yeah, it was interesting to hear a conversation on tenor drumming, you know, and a bit of a focus on it and such. So episode four, it was interesting. Parts of it incorrect, but still very enjoyable. It was a good laugh, actually. <clears throat> so, yeah, go along, have a listen. The Podband Pipecasts you know, tell them Big Rab sent you and say, hi, hey, Rab sent us here to come and listen to you, How is all doing? That kind of thing. Aye, so, <laughs> good luck to you guys. Uh, so, also, speaking of other podcasts, by the way, uh, we've got a number of questions and this brings me into the next question. Um am I aware of what the Chant-O-Rant guys will be doing for episode one hundred. Now I have no clue. It's another podcast, it's a different entity from us in the Rab Show. People seem to think that the two shows are connected in some way, and the only thing that really connects us is our love of bagpiping and that's pretty much it we are mates we're friends with the guys josh and andy we yeah we're all good buddies they came over here to northern Ireland. we had them on the rab show and i think we were the spark that lit the fire i think whenever they come on to fuse and we talked about piping and drumming and the guys at the las vegas band and everything we kind of lit the fire under them to start doing their own thing and that's just what they did so chander rant was born So it is kind of our fault. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, as to what they're doing for their big episode 100, I have no idea. I have no clue. I have asked them a hundred different times, uh, but they've yet to tell me. They've kept it all a bit of a secret. Now, I'm just a fan, like you guys, of the Chanter Rant podcast. Um, So, yeah, I'll probably find out just the same time you guys will. So, yeah, we don't know what's happening with episode 100 with Chanter Rant, but I have to say, uh, already... A huge congratulations to the guys at chanted around. 100 episodes is not to be sneezed at. Uh, we've now bypassed that quite a while ago. Um, but we do remember it quite well. Obviously, we threw our live event, Big Rab Show Live, with the very first one. Uh, so, yeah, we celebrated our 100th episode with a huge live concert in front of a big audience and stuff. And raised a lot of money for charity. And it was awesome. So, you know, we raised, I think it was well over 500 quid, I think, for the music service for Pipes and Drums, where loads of kids uh, here in Northern Ireland were bought all sorts of chanders and practice pads and sticks and stuff and, yeah, loads of schools here in Northern Ireland benefited from that money and, yeah, it was brilliant to see us celebrate episode 100 and it's great to see all that amazing money go to charity, it was fantastic, so... What the guys at Chandler Rant will do for episode 100, I don't know. Uh, but I really do wish them well. And a uh, massive congratulations uh, from ourselves here in the Big Rab Show. We absolutely love the guys at Chandler Rant. And uh, yeah, they can be close to the knuckle at times. And yeah, they have a pop at us every now and again. But essentially, it's all love. Do you know what I mean? We're all, all in this podcasting game for the same reason. And that's the love of the music. And that goes for the pod band Pipecast too. You know, those girls over there... Yeah, they clearly have a passion for piping and drumming. And uh, yeah, we're interested to see what content comes from it. You know, Uh, we're just fans just like you guys. So yeah, we're fans of both podcasts and uh, long may they continue. Long may they continue. So that actually brings me into my next question. How did the podcast develop? Now, this is an interesting one. Uh So, was it uh, a long-term goal of mine to start a podcast, or did I just kind of stumble into it? That, now, a number of people have worded this question in different ways, but that's essentially what the question is. Did I just kind of fall into podcasting? Now, whenever you look back at episode one, yeah, you would be understandable for thinking that I just fell into it, because I really hadn't a clue what I was doing, and... uh Kind of started it as a, pff, an experiment. To be honest, we thought we'll upload two or three episodes and see how it goes. That kind of thing, and then here we are now, 150 odd episodes in, and still going strong. We we absolutely love doing this podcast. I keep saying we. It isn't just me who puts this together. It's the guys in the Rapshow team who do help out quite a lot. You know, with a lot of the research and stuff. So, it isn't just me who puts this together. Um, But was it a long-term goal? Uh, No, it wasn't. It was a very short-term goal. Uh, We actually thought that it wouldn't work. (laughs) And that's the truth, honestly. We didn't think that this would work. Uh, We put out, um, I think, episode one. And it had very limited downloads. And we thought, oh, this isn't going to work. We released episode two. And it started to pick up. Episode three... ...kind of picked up again, and we thought, oh, we're getting ahead of steam here. And then here we are, 150 episodes, and, uh, yeah, we're still rolling. So, hey, full disclosure. Uh, So, yeah, you can go back now and listen to episode one. It's complete cringe. It's absolutely awful. Um, But that's where we started, you know? And I give an introduction as to who I am, who The Rab Show is, and what we're trying to do. It's interesting from that point of view, because our view hasn't really changed you know we haven't really shifted our focus we are all about the love and promotion of our amazing music and our instrument the great highland bagpipe that's what we're all about it's all we ever talk about and it's what we love and we haven't really you know shifted focus and in past i i am a podcast fan i listen to a ton of different podcasts and um I've listened to a good few podcasts, actually, that have in recent days shifted focus. Like, there could be a sports-based podcast in one regard, and then a few months later, they're talking about mental health. And they're actually now a health-based podcast. And then, of course, because they're now talking about mental health, then that goes into actual physical health, so they start talking about working out, workout routines, what diet you should be eating, uh, should you be keto, vegetarian, vegan... All this kind of stuff. And they're like, I started listening to this because it was a sports podcast. And now they're telling me I should be vegan? What just happened? So uh, this happens a lot of different podcasts. I've noticed it. And uh, I'm not talking about anyone else other than the ones that I listen to. Um, but they seem to like start off on a real focused track. Like, this is what we're going to talk about on our podcast. We're going to talk about, for example, movies. Alright, that's all we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about movies. And then suddenly they release an episode on Marvel movies. Next thing they're talking about Marvel comics. And then they're talking about Marvel characters. And before you know it, you've got like eight months worth of content. You know, all about the comic book world. And comic collection and figurines and games and cosplay. And I thought this was a movie podcast. I want to know about the latest releases coming to the cinema. I don't want to know I don't want to know what you're building as a cosplay. Do I really need to know that you're dressing as Captain America at the weekend? No, I don't. Shut up. I want to hear about movies. So I think us in the big rap show <laughs> we've really kept a focus on, you know, what our core values are, you know, and we're all about piping and drumming, competitive Celtic folk we said at the start of each podcast and that really is our focus and we haven't really wavered from that. So our long term goal uh, is unknown, we have no idea how long we'll keep this going for, uh, but as you guys keep downloading it, and you guys in the piping world keep wanting it, then we'll keep producing it, and that's basically it. Uh, we also got a question in, uh, which is very simple, Why g one Now, whenever we're asked this question, uh, yeah, people are asking about the sponsorship deal. Now, every time we release episodes of the podcast, every now and again, we do get questions around finances of the podcast and how it all operates and stuff. For a full disclosure, you can get episodes of Big Rab Show Plus on Patreon, shameless plug, where we talk about all of this. We actually, you know, we give you behind the scenes dealings of what's happening with the podcast. We give you it warts and all because on Rab Show Plus, you have to be a Patreon supporter to hear all of the goings on... ...and what bills are coming in and how Patreon is helping support that... ...plus the guys at G1 and all of that. So, yeah, full full disclosure, why G1? Well, to be honest, whenever we first released episode 1... We put it out there on social media and we said, hey, we're going to be launching a new exciting podcast or anyone out there interested in sponsoring us. All right. Now, that's how we put it out there. And initially, we had some nibbles here and there from different people. Well, what are you doing? What's this podcast thing? What is a podcast? And, uh, you know, the people who walked away kind of, ah, I'm not interested. I nah, don't don't really care for that. Podcasting isn't a thing. And uh, from day one, uh, G1 reads, Jock Elliott and the guys were so excited. In fact, they nearly pushed us into it. <laughs> they were like, come on, we need to do this. This sounds awesome. Come on, this is a fantastic idea, Rob. Let's go for it, man. Let's go. This is a cracking idea. Awesome stuff. So the guys at G1 were so excited and it's so supportive of ourselves at the Big Rab Show, we thought, hey, we'll give it a go, you know, and if it flops, it flops. And the, the G1 guy said the same. You know, let's try it. Let's do it. And that's what makes G1 so, I, can, I don't know, so iconic for us. The, the guys at G1 really did take a gamble with us. And they, you know, gave us that opportunity and said, hey, you know, if it doesn't go well, then, hey, you know, nothing lost, nothing gained. But what if it worked? And it did. These guys at G1 are known for taking risks. And, uh, you know, we've, we've reported numerous stories from the guys at G1 who designed some real outlandish products and stuff that you think would never see the light of day. But the guys at G1 try it, it works, and the gamble pays off. For example, the the Do Chanter that they have at the moment that they're releasing in the Breton market uh, for the bagpiping world and all the Breton scene. ...in France over there, in Brittany... ...and they're going gangbusters... ...the bands over there can't get enough of them... ...and yeah, the Do Chander is selling... ...hand over fist as well as their... ...Platinum Chander and Reed setup, ...the plug and play, it's... ...they can't get that out the door fast enough either... ...so, you know, they are... ...kind of known for taking risks... ...in the bagpiping world, so... ...the guys at G1 certainly did take a risk... ...with us at the Big Rab Show... ...not gonna lie, it could have fell flat in its face... ...but hey... 150 episodes in we're still going and the guys at g1 are still right there with us so it's fantastic to have them on board with us and uh, yeah their continued support really is invaluable so that is why g1 to be honest they took the gamble to begin with and they have done nothing but support us tirelessly since since then helping with promoting the show and just helping us out when they can so the guys at g1 simply incredible i honestly couldn't ask for a better sponsor so there you go that is why, G1. Hope that answers the questions. Uh, let me see. Also, got a question in. Uh, will we be doing Big Rab Show Live again? Now, this kind of ties in with the question with G1. Because um, G1 actually helped fund and helped run the whole event at Piping Live this past year. Because, yeah, at Piping Live 2019, in case you didn't know, we had G1 Reads Presents Big Rab Show Live at Piping Live, which was simply epic now yeah the event itself was nothing but a roaring success the guys at the piping live, live bleh, the guys at the piping live festival themselves actually said they were really surprised at how successful it was and uh yeah will we do it again i don't know that a lot of people are still asking oh man you need to do that again that was an awesome afternoon how you, that needs to happen again and, uh, yeah, the guys at G1 were more than happy. The guys at Pipe and Live were equally more than happy. And ourselves on the Big Rab Show team are still pinching ourselves. We still can't believe it actually happened. Um, so, yeah, to see the place rammed, standing room only. And, uh, yeah, that just made our jaw drop. We didn't expect it to be as successful as it was. So, will we do Rab Show Live again? Mm, don't know is the answer uh you know let us see out 2019 first of all and then we'll start worrying about 2020 and whether we'll do another rab show live so that's the answer to the question is we don't know uh, you know we're never going to say never do you know what i mean we're never going to say never uh, but yeah for now we just don't know all right don't know is the answer Will we do it again? <sighs> we keep being asked that, you know, by people who go to the went to the Pipe and Live one and then say, "Oh man, that was awesome! See the guys at Trist and everything, and you had Inverary on as, well. oh man, incredible! Yeah, it was incredible. I had the best time too, and I want to do it again, but pff, I don't know if we will. It's I don't know. Maybe you guys, if enough of you email in and you ask for it and that, you know. Yeah, I could see that there's a clear demand and we might do it again. So, hey, I don't know. You could email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Okay, uh, let me see. You also got a number of questions in asking about my wife. <laughs> yeah, will my wife come on the podcast? I think this is stemmed from a question that was asked maybe a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, um, asking about wives and girlfriends and stuff. And yeah, a number of questions was asked ...about my wife and uh, her role when it comes to the big Rab Show and stuff. And obviously she supports what I do in radio work, be it for Fuse or for the BBC. And also here on the Rab Show podcast and all of that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, just where she falls in with all of this. So, hey, will my wife appear on a future podcast? Don't know. (laughs) Don't know. But... You know, if enough questions come in for my wife, then I think she'll be forced to answer them, I suppose. So you can email her in questions if you wish. And who knows, I can try and coax her onto the podcast and we'll perhaps make an episode out of it. The Big Rab Show's wife comes on. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So email us in questions for my missus. And who knows, she may well come on the podcast. That'd be a good laugh. So the email address, bigrabshow at com. If you have any questions for my missus. <laughs> Now, I have to say the number one question that comes through and one that I really want to address in this week's Q&A before we close the door. uh, Yeah, I am now playing again. I am playing with the guys of North Texas, as you know. And I went to the Stone Mountain Highland Games, as you know. And yes, we won, Grip. Yeah, we won when we were over there. Fantastic. Um, So the number one question, top of the pile... For phone calls, emails, text messages. People see me in the street. I'm filling my car with diesel. People ask me what's going on. I am, I don't know. The, lately, do you know what happened? I was going to see Santa Claus with the kids. You know, I, I have two small kids and I went to take them to go and see the guy in the red suit. And uh, as I was standing there in the queue, someone shouts across the shopping mall or the yeah <laughs> shopping centre. He shouts across, Hey, Rob! How's it going? And I waves over at him, hello there, how you doing? I said, are you playing again? Are you playing again? I said, I am, surely, yeah. Will you come and play for us? Will you come and play for us? So, yeah, the number one question is, am I playing again? The answer is yes. I don't make any secret of it. I am playing again. I have the sticks in my hand. Look, I've just started this week's episode with the sticks. I'm wrecking the press now Put the sticks down for you break something uh, So yeah I am playing again I am just footering in the house at the moment Learning through scores and stuff And just yeah enjoying learning the music With the guys at North Texas And playing away just for the love of it At the moment So people are asking me Oh you're playing again Are you coming to Winter Storm No I wish I wish I was going to Winter Storm um, But no Sadly, I'm not coming to Winterstorm. Uh, God, wouldn't that be amazing? But no, I'm not going to Winterstorm. I have no plans to go to Winterstorm. That rumor, you can put that to bed. I'm not going to Winterstorm, unfortunately. As much as I would love to. Dear God, I would love to go to Winterstorm. But no, that's not happening in 2020, I'm afraid. Uh, but yeah, loads of bands, actually. <clears throat> loads of bands at the moment are actually offering me spots in their drum corps, which I'm very flattered. I am really thankful. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Loads of great offers from... Loads of great bands that I'm actually a fan of. And I listen to quite regularly. And to get an offer to go and play with them... Really flattering, actually. But, no. At the moment, I haven't taken any band up on any of their offers. I have no plans... For the incoming season. I don't know what I'm doing for 2020. Okay? But, let's be said. At the moment... I'm playing with the guys at North Texas and I have no other plans to go elsewhere or do anything like that. So, yeah, to answer everyone's questions, am I playing again? Yes, I am. I'm playing with the guys at North Texas. Will you come and play for us, Rob? We play on whatever grade and we're in this town and it's only so far away from you and blah, blah, blah. Thanks for the offer, but at the moment I have no plans to go elsewhere. I'm quite happy where I am at the moment and just... Tinkling away at scores at home, learning the music for the guys at North Texas. So, yeah. As for 2020, what do I plan to do with my playing? Don't know. At the minute, I'm just enjoying playing for the sake of it. I have no plans to compete. I've, I don't really have any plans to jump in the circle and try to beat people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm just playing for the sheer love of it. I have no competitive plans at all. So, everyone's been asking about am I playing? Uh, So, yeah, I am playing, and that answers that question. But also, a lot of people ask me about my piping journey and am I learning how to pipe? Yes! People don't seem to be getting the message. I am learning how to pipe. Yeah, people keep asking this. I heard you play the chanter. Was that you or was that someone else? Yes, that was me. I was playing the practice chanter. I am still learning. And yes, Piping legend, Mr. Andrew Shilliday is a member of the Big Rab Show team and he comes down each week and he actually is teaching my daughter how to pipe at the moment. Now for a bit of fun, there was a practice chanter sitting on the kitchen table and Andrew one, one evening, he dared me, go on ahead, lift that and have a go. You know, he kind of dared me. He said, go on Rab, see, see if you can play a tune or two. And before I knew it, Andrew had been going through my scales, my GDAs, uh, you know, strikes and I don't know if I went through burls yet. And all that, but trying to eliminate crossing, crossing noises and catches and different me stupidly things. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm loving it, actually. it's You know what? It's given me a whole new appreciation for what you bagpipers do. For the longest time, I've been a snare drummer. And, you know, snare drum is what I've known and loved for countless years. You know, since I was like, what, eight, nine years old when I started playing competitively. Uh, so, yeah, to actually lift the chanter and try and play the thing properly instead of squeaking my way through what I thought was Scotland the Brave... Um, <laughs> so, to to actually sit and learn how to read and physically play the tunes properly, it's been really quite interesting for me and a process. But will I see myself playing a set of Highland pipes? I doubt it very much. But Andrew seems to think so. Uh, so, he's my tutor at the moment. He is teaching me, you know, the ins and outs of bagpiping, and there's no better guy. He's a patience of an absolute saint. <laughs> because, uh, you know, teaching an adult, you know, such as me, who has a series of bad habits and such, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's bound to be very frustrating for him. But I'm getting there. You know, slow but sure wins the race. And who knows, you may see Rab lift a set of Highland Pipes. But have I any plans to compete as a bagpiper? Definitely not. Um, no. I'm only just learning. I don't know why people get, you know, Oh, you're playing GDEs on the podcast and suddenly, up oh, there you are, you're standing in the front row of Field Marshal. No, it doesn't work that way. Uh very, very slowly runs the horse. And if I even make it into the competition circle with a set of bagpipes, then, um, uh, d- yeah, I think I'll retire from piping and drumming altogether. <laughs> if that ever happens, I'll be in my 70s. Anyway, that's it, I think, really, for the questions, is it? Yeah, it is. I- See, there you go. Professional podcaster and my show notes are done. Yeah, that's it for the questions i have to say thank you to everyone who sent us in questions and to honey bourbon sent us in that voicemail thank you mate that's much appreciated and uh to anyone else out there who wants to send us in a question especially for my missus or if you want to send us in a voicemail then feel free send it in to us big at gmail.com now next week The Big Rab Show podcast will continue. A lot of people are actually asking about that because, of course, Wednesday of next week is Christmas Day.
0: It's Christmas!
2: In case you didn't know. Um, So, yeah, we actually have a Big Rab Show Christmas Day episode coming up next week. Uh, So that's a bit of a special one for you guys. Uh, So, yeah, if you want to go and you can check it out, give us that follow. So each and every week, you'll get a notification... Bing, to say that Rab's uploaded another one. So as our Christmas Day episode drops, you'll get it in your inbox and there you go. You can download it and take it with you. Also, uh, the following week then, we have a New Year's Day episode. Yay! Yep, so we have a Christmas Day episode coming up and we have a New Year's Day episode coming up as well. So a lot of you guys were asking, oh the podcast releases on a Wednesday, but sure Christmas is on a Wednesday. Now, it all depends on what iTunes want to do with it. We are going to send them the file on Christmas Day. We're going to upload it on Christmas Day. Uh, But whether iTunes and Spotify and all those other different services, whether they will distribute it on Christmas Day remains to be seen. So you may need to wait an extra day until you get your episode. But I can tell you now, us on The Big Rab Show, we will certainly be uploading it on Christmas Day. We have... You know, episodes in place, they're all prepped so they'll be recorded and we will release them as we normally do each and every week so yeah, here we are, 150 odd episodes in and we haven't missed an episode and we don't plan on it yet so yes, the Christmas holidays are coming and the New Year holidays as well and uh, yeah, the Big Rab Show continues as a steamroller and never stops but yes, we'd love to get your listener mail uh, in the meantime so please do email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com Come and uh yeah before we get into the christmas episode next week um ahead of christmas and everything we just want to wish you all the very happiest of holiday seasons wherever you are around the world listening to us right now um yeah we want to wish all of you from behalf of all of us here on the big rab show team the very happiest of holidays yeah enjoy yourselves we hope the guy in the big red suit comes to visit you and gives you loads of great pipe and swag, and if he does, then definitely let us know what you got, <laughs> so we can live precariously through you. Whoa, they got a set of those silver Nile pipes—fantastic <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, again, from all of us on the Big Rab Show team, on behalf of all of us, I should say, uh, we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And uh, yeah, I know it kind of sounds insincere, but it is heartfelt. Thank you, everyone, for your continued support. Our podcast would not be here if it was not for you guys. We keep saying that we are the show for the bagpiping folk, and you listening right now, you are the bagpiping folk. Whether you like it or not, but you've just listened to a bagpiping podcast, so you're who we do it for. You guys who click, download, or listen wherever you are right now, you are the reason we're doing this podcast. You know, when people talk about long term plans and the financial you know implications of podcasting and the sponsor and all of this sort of stuff, you know you are the reason why we do this, so if our sponsor pulled out if our sponsor pulled out tomorrow and uh, we had no electricity and uh, no means to record anything, we would still try and produce an episode for you guys because this is what it 's all about the bagpiping folk so We do this for the love of the music, the Great Highland Bagpipe, and that's exactly what we will continue to do in through the 2020 season. Bring it on! Anyway, next week we have a special Christmas episode. Do not miss it. It's a cracker. We've got some real good content coming your way for a Christmas episode. It's a bit of a Christmas special. Uh, Also, then we're rolling forward into 2020. It's going to be an epic year, folks. Oh, man. So excited for 2020. Anyway, a very Merry Christmas to you and yours, and a very happy new year and we will see you all next week for here for the big Rab show podcast all the best
0: on the first day of christmas my true love sent to me a richard parks mb on the second day of christmas my true love sent to me two opening rolls and a richard parks mb On the third day of Christmas my true love sent to me Three early chanters, two opening rolls and a Richard Parks MB On the fourth day of Christmas my true love sent to me Four parts to spade, three early chanters, two opening rolls and a Richard Parks MB On the fifth day of Christmas my true love sent to me It's World's Week Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Park's M.B. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me, six judges judging, it's World's Week. Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Park's M.B. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Seven sides a and six judges judging, it's World's Week Four pastures spades, three early chanters, two opening rolls And a Richard Parks MB On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Eight drum majors marching, seven sides a and six judges judging, it's World's Week Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks M.B. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me, nine supporters dancing, eight drum majors marching, seven sides a slap, and six judges judging. It's World's Week. Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, and a Richard Parks M.B. On the tenth day of Christmas my true love sent to me Ten officials shouting, nine supporters dancing, eight drum majors marching, seven sides a-slapping, six judges judging, it's World's Week Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening bowls and a Richard Parks M.B. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Eleven pipers, pipers, ten officials shouting, nine supporters dancing, Eight drum majors marching, seven sides slap slapping six judges judging, It's World's Week! Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls, And a Richard Parks MB. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten officials shouting, nine supporters dancing, eight drum majors marching, seven sides slapping, six judges judging, it's a world's week. Four parts to spay, three early chanters, two opening rolls and a Richard Parks in B.
2: Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also, check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time, guys, thanks for checking out the Rab Show podcast, and we'll see you all next week. All the best.